So I think the Nets getting swept marks officially, almost knocked my water bottle over, the end of the Super Team era. Mm. Uh, and we are seeing it in League of Legends as well. Um, there's an analog made, I think it was by Jat on his podcast, that um, he didn't make the, I don't know, like kind of the, he got, like t- t- Team Liquid's roster when they came into franchising in 2018, they just went out and got the best players, right? They just like got five pieces and five fingers made a fist. And that worked for a while. And now it is not. Uh, in CB Lowell, of course, Furia and Loud. Furia finished third. Loud finished seventh with a 10 and 8 record, by the way. Um, That's a competitive league. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome split this year. Um, carefully constructed mm-hmm. super teams. Did not work. Uh, Red Canids repeated as champions because they run on vibes, boys. Um, <laughs> and the Nets didn't work. The Lakers didn't work. Mm-hmm. Vitality. Uh, vitality didn't work. Oh, man. TL. Where are they now? Mm-hmm. Dude, this analogy slaps. <laughs> Gen G. Gen G. I have came, no idea. Came pretty, came pretty close. Came close. Fair, to be fair. Yeah. Came came the closest of all the teams we mentioned. <laughs> we'll probably be in the world final. <laughs> yes. Good chance. But Good. yeah, no. I, I totally agree. Death. Yeah. The death of... Uh, we've witnessed the death of uh, Super Teams. Lads. And thank God too, man. Because mm. the young the young kids are so much more fun to watch. Mm. Which I guess is the case every time there's like young players in the league. Like once upon a time, Kevin Durant was the most fun basketball player to watch ever. Like, and then he got a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone already that made it more fun. <laughs> true, Honestly, true, true. yeah, that's 100% right. But I mean, like, also once upon a time, uh, you know, Bjergsen was the most fun and electric player to watch. And he still is to a certain extent. But I mean, how can you argue against Jojo Kuhn? At this point in time, and yeah. this, the same goes for guys like Flacid overseas and, and, and Gumayushi, and all these mm-hmm. young names who just absolutely are, are so much fun. It's not even like a matter of like, yes, they are good. Point A, they are really good at the video game. But point B, and perhaps more importantly, they're fun to watch, and it's like you get excited for these guys because they're they're, they're breathing new life into the game, which I know is such an overhead and personality, take, like personality but, yeah. too, like. Flackett is super funny on social media whenever he's in an interview, and like JoJo is, <laughs> he's unhinged when he's talking Jim about. He's got him. a mouth on him. He's Truly. got a mouth, and then you got Dan. Dan, he's just like, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After he he's like, I don't know, dude. Two- <laughs> yeah, I love those two. They are like, a, they are a <sighs> such a natural comedy duo. It's yeah. great. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. I love them. How can yeah. you not root? For evil geniuses like as just like not even like a team just like an idea like the idea of this team doing well is just so much fun yeah, yeah. to me they are they are so likable personable it, it's on the one hand i was telling tyler off mic like yeah i was really excited to watch you know bjergsen and Bwipo and, and all the old dogs get mm-hmm. back to work and like go back to the international scene and, and take on guys like faker and you know RNG and all these other big titans of the scene, but it is uh, probably right now in the moment twice as exciting to sit here and be like, "Yeah, let's let the kids play." Yeah, I, uh, I've got a take uh, that I'm going to start it off on uh, after the transition. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> hit the hit the music, boys. <laughs> hit We're the back. jazz, baby. <laughs> We're back. We nailed it. If you go back to episodes earlier in the year, our own prophet, Michael Kelly, not 
Prophet Crumbs, at Prophet Michael Kelly, 17, said, is Evil Geniuses our best shot to do something at MSI? You were on the Evil Geniuses hype train, as were many, and then they fell off a cliff in the middle of the season. Fell off a cliff, quote-unquote. They never had an 0-2 week, but they never had a 2-0 week either. Mm. So, Mm. Uh, But it does feel a bit on the Critical Strike podcast for one of the three participants, myself, Henry K. Moore, along with Michael Kelly and Tyler Scare, of course, that... Actually, is it? Is it a bit of a win-win that Evil Geniuses goes to MSI because the expectations are relatively low, given the lack of international experience? Yeah, it's absolutely a win-win. 100%. Because if you send Team Whippo and the boys, I feel like the bar is higher. Yeah, 100%. It has been... It has been house money for EG ever since they beat FlyQuest. Because on paper, they're not supposed to beat Cloud9. On paper, they're not supposed to beat Team Liquid. And on paper, they're not supposed to beat 100 Thieves. All of a sudden, what does it matter anymore? You guys are just rolling with absolute momentum that to a point now, it's like, well, we're just here to have fun and get our feet wet. So when, when, when Worlds does come around in October... We're ready to play, like, for real. Obviously, winning MSI or winning games at MSI is a nice added bonus. But the fact that this team gets to go in to Worlds now, assuming they make Worlds later this year and they're able to repeat their success, they already have a a head start and whatever. But, like, assuming they do make it to the World Championship later, they're not going in dry. They're not going in, like, absolutely, like, like bonked out of their mm-hmm. minds like what do we do so yeah. first tournament we're just here to get experience now they're here in the middle of the season getting international experience so when worlds does roll around they're not lost in the sauce and even if they don't really perform well at msi it's still a, a massive win because the standard bearers for developing talent in north america are just they're they're jumping out to an unbelievably quick start in terms of their development and you really couldn't ask for more if you're a fan of this franchise a fan of the region they they represent so much for the future of not just the league but like the next generation of players like literal like kids who are so young and just like like playing video games like the fact that their two best players in my opinion are 17 and 18 years old it's like man we're going to be seeing a lot of these guys for a very long time and the road starts here yeah i i think that eg like you said they represent so much more for like especially north america because of all the conversations that have been kind of had around the scene and around like talent development and how you know oh should we like remove the import rule i don't know if that was a serious really serious conversation but like that was like a year ago today isn't that crazy yeah isn't that crazy how long it's been um and the fact that EG is a front-facing organization in terms of supporting um, developing talent, like they have EG prodigies, they they heavily support their academy team, and like you said, both of these players have come from those developmental like kind of roads to pro. That it just bodes well for other regions. I don't know if it's going to ever really inspire other teams to do the same thing, um, because I saw a joke. I, I can't remember who tweeted. I think it was Dom who was like, "Like people are hoping that this is like gonna make people be like, oh wow, EG's like su- like succeeding. Oh, um, I wonder if I can get another one of Danny or uh, JoJo in, in in Academy or something." But instead, they're actually thinking, "Oh wow, I wonder how much their buyouts are." Yeah. And so, 
that kind of made me sad, but it also sobers me up into thinking that it's, th- I don't think this is like, this is like a first step. As in like, okay, there is talent, we're just not looking for it yet. We should start to help, uh, first off, look for it, and then two, support it. Because we can clearly see what happens when you do. You get a championship. And, um, yeah, no, I'm just really, really excited to see how they kind of adjust to the world stage, like, well, worlds, I mean, international stage, because we've seen players, like, for example, like, Fudge, who went from, you know, like, we've talked about this before ad nauseum about how, like, he started off as kind of, like, stumbling out the gate at, at lock-ins to becoming the best top laner in our region, and he was schooling people at MSI. He was schooling people, I, and, you know, fingers crossed we see the same kind of deal, even though, you know, of course... That Cloud9 kind of played a little... Like, that Cloud9 plays different than EG by a clear margin. I just hope that we can kind of see our young guns kind of take that similar kind of jump forward. Because clearly they're not scared of anything. JoJo is welcoming the challenge. That guy looks so at home in front of fans. Like, the entire team, honestly, kind of like... But JoJo specifically, I'm very surprised at how at home he feels in front of, like, a crowd. And I think that's so important for someone as young as him to be like comfortable enough to not just speak in front of an audience, but just talk his shit mm. to the entire world. Yeah. And that's why this team's so exciting. Like mm. what a, what a talent at 17 years old to know how to command a room. Perspective. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. I am curious about what his energy is when it does go wrong. Mm. Because even, you know, even LeBron, Right, he has had bad years. Even Kevin Durant, yeah. I don't think it tarnishes his legacy, but he is the only guy this year to get swept in the playoffs. Brandon Ingram didn't get swept. Jonas Valanciunas didn't get swept. Well, let's not forget that Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, Gordon mm-hmm. Dragic also got swept. Yeah. Ben who? <laughs> hey, you're right. Ben. I mean, technically, there he is. if you if you rearrange the letters in Simmons, does it spell missing or? Ooh, yes. Ooh. Um. Yes. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Yes. I, I, but. I, but I do like the personality. I, I think. Like. I, like. I, I made the point about like CB Lowell and how they bark at each other. So it's. It's like. It's like Valorant. It's like. It's like going to like a. Oh, I love a it. Call of Duty land. Right. Yeah. Like in the mall down yeah. the road next to like the Panda <laughs> Express. Yeah. Right. And you got sixteen-year-old kids yelling obscenities at each other. I don't think it's all that bad, obviously, but like. I think that matters. I think that helps. Um, I think that Danny is a good foil to him also, like we were saying. <laughs> um, I think it's awesome. But, yeah, I, I'm i going to be honest. When he said, like, oh, we're just going to, like, shit on EU, mm. I didn't love that. Really? Really? I get why? why. Because he, with all due respect to JoJo, he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. It, like, okay. it, it felt like, like, it, it, like it's fine, and I don't think it should be taken seriously. But I just hope that no one was taking it seriously, because like you know, people were. <laughs> I don't think anyone. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but that's why I'm like, I'm no. like, I don't know, like it, it, no, felt, it felt it felt like fan service. Yeah, no rational person was taking it seriously, but fans who were like, get them, like they're gonna. Yeah, be no, like, and, and look, and, and if that's like all it is, that's yeah. fine. And, and this isn't like me kind of coming at JoJo because like I, I look, they they could run all over G two for all I know. Mm-hmm. They could, hundred percent. They could win that group, but. I thought, like, I, I thought it was a little much. Like, wh- what I liked was the, like, I don't know, like, you know, I don't know, going to send Fudge back to top lane. Because that's, like, I don't know, you, you've, like, you've done it. Like, it's yeah. a little more kind of on your level, right? You got to know where and when to direct your shit talk. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That'd be like me getting like, you know, I don't getting promoted to gold and being like, yo, where's my, you know, where's my challengers queue invite? Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna run all over you, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it, I'm, I'm okay with it because I would rather guys show personality, but I wasn't stoked about it, right? I like the like inspired talking a ton of shit on Han Sama. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think our uh, 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 Meg K of Dixerto, formerly of this parish, tweeted <laughs> like, it is very apparent how much those guys did not get along. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's, yeah. that that shit is funny to me. Yeah. Um, even even when he talked shit about Closer, where he said, for a guy that's mm-hmm. that bad, he was talking a lot or something to that effect. I believe that was, that was Vulcan who said that. Oh, right? was it Vulcan? I oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn. I did not expect that from, okay. Yeah. Well, that whole team. Yeah. Him, Vulcan, Vulcan, and I feel like that's more that's trolling though for sure because I think Closer is pretty widely respected around the league, yeah. right? Probably. I feel and then like he got swept. Yeah, no, nah, but <laughs> now Closer was like the best player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In yeah. the LCS for a hot six months. Um, like, and like when when he when he tweeted like jobs not finished, awesome. that got me fired up. Awesome, I love. Give I, me that. I think I think I know that that's not him's... smack talk, but. No, I think that him cool. saying that, like, the EU thing, I think it was straight fan fiction, uh, 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 fan service because of the situation that he was in, where he's literally in front of thousands, and when he said it, the entire arena exploded. Oh, yeah, no, that's what you say and if you want to get NRG Stadium to blow the roof off the place. Exactly. I, 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 don't, I don't think he was for a being real with it. Dude, I think that were, it was... They went nuts when <laughs> NA got drawn alongside EU. That place Yo. went pretty yeah. crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I'm stoked for that, the rivalry yeah. to be. Twitter's going to be a hellhole. Did like, you see when, uh, I think it was either Medios or who, doesn't matter who drew the ball out of the out of the bowl, but... Um, Michael, when, Michael Reeves. Yeah, whenever they uh, showed the LEC logo on the little piece of paper, they fucking booed. They booed the logo of the LEC. Like, Dude, I love it. I love it. That the players are the players are across the Atlantic Ocean. Love it. <laughs> You're doing an image. I, it's um, <laughs> I want to see it, dude. It's it. Uh, I'm, I'm stoked for for Worlds in in America next. Uh, oh, it's gonna be venomous. I swear. You know what? Dude. I want because honestly, bro. Let's keep this energy. I yeah. love this type of energy where it's like. Don't get like crazy, like disrespectful. Like, like that's not. Let's not start like no, you know doxing people and no, stuff. But like the venomous, Boy. like trash talk where it's just like your region's garbage. You see your t- your your back to back champions where they end up, huh? And mm-hmm. now you're replacing the mid laner with a veteran. Ooh, classic EU. Like that is yeah beautiful. Is that's part. Funny. It's part of the game. Like yeah, you're exactly. Gonna get, you're gonna get booed. Yeah, Dude, uh, this still blows my mind to this day. Maybe it's different in like Eastern culture, but in 2020, like during the pandemic worlds in, in China, mm. um, when Damwon played Suning and they played in that big stadium, I think it was yeah. in Shanghai, and yeah. Dam- Damwon got booed as they walked on the stage. And then when they won crickets, nothing. perfect. <laughs> and and Twitter, like, obviously the Chinese crowd's going nuts for Suning. It's their boys. And yeah. Twitter is like, this is disrespectful to the esport. And it's like, no, like it's stop. Not. Stop. No, it's not. It's part of it. It's so Please. cool. Please. Let's take away walk, the baby monitors, man. You're walking into a hostile environment. You expect it to be like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're up against the crowd, too. Which yeah. is why I'm stoked. Into the camera for a second. I'm so <laughs> stoked for Worlds group stages in New York City. Okay. <laughs> like, 
Groups is probably the only place where NA and EU are guaranteed to play at least once, right? Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. Like play each other at least because quarterfinals and semifinals are a crapshoot. But like group stages, you're guaranteed to probably usually get at least one EU NA matchup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing we know about New York fans is that they're pretty, pretty rowdy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bing bong. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if the if the like the New York LCS fans have as much energy as New York Knicks fans. Like, mm-mm, it's, mm-mm. it's that, over. That, that might will, like, each year whoever just tours the finish line. To win the world championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if there is a League of Legends side talk video, I will shit my pants. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> if I see Impact outside of msg going we outside <laughs> if like... i see if i see the dude in the spider-man outfit at, <laughs> <laughs> walking around i will go insane like that's that's how it should be it yes. should be yeah. fan presence and mm-hmm. the opposing team should get booed like yes you're in our house you're playing our guys we don't yes. like you. it's as simple as that yes. like it's not disrespectful or like a personal thing it's just that you're wearing the other team's colors dude i compare this to kobe where he's like i love going to other people's like arenas because i like mm-hmm. shutting them up mm-hmm. and then like i feel like that would be a moment like a mo- motivation for yeah. whoever's coming to the arena that like isn't from that region it's like i want to shut these people up it's mm-hmm. why and i tra- want the yeah it's why, why trey young's road stats are oh. like so much better <laughs> yeah like if you look at his like home road splits specifically in the fourth quarter He's mm-hmm. unbelievable on the road because he thrives off of that idea of shutting people up and like yeah. Yeah. putting the crowd to bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if I was a European or you know if I was if I was a European fan and I go to that match in New York, the fee, like if if my boys if if I'm a European fan yeah. and G two or whoever like silences MSG and I'm Yo. the only one scream it's so because I as a Detroit sports fan who has lived in LA and Chicago and not Detroit for like a long, long time. Yeah. The most fun is, especially because my teams are bad, going to a place where you've got a sellout Chicago crowd or a sellout Bulls crowd, whatever, and my team wins, mm-hmm. yeah. and I just get to be insufferable. Imagine like <laughs> sitting, it's like sitting in Fenway Park, decked out in full pinstripes. It just yanks. Yeah, knowing- y- y- yanks up 10 nothing. Their third pitcher gets pulled in the fifth yeah. inning, right? And you are there just, <laughs> just being horrendous, and there's nothing anyone can say. Yeah. Other, than sh- other than shut up, and when you've or resorted to shut up, as in- or that, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you've resorted to shut up as your trash talk, it's over. Yeah. For you. Done. You won. Yeah, yeah. It's over. Also, starts putting in the position pitchers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, before we throw a pin in this specific discussion, I think it is really cool how we're having this type of discussion. Period. After two and a half years of not even this playing factor <sighs> at all, like. Mm-hmm. The, the energy, and it was no pun intended, but the energy that was brought in, in Houston this past weekend was, it, it, we, just, we just jumped right back into it. It was so cool. Yep. It was so nice. Yeah. Esports needs crowds. That's yes. what I realized. It's like, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, esports is fine without crowds because it's online. No, yep. it is not. Diff- it's not the same. It yep. is almost, it's like bubble basketball. It's not the same. There's The energy is just yep. zero to none. It's we like were grateful for it for a while because it was better than nothing, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. Yeah, not even close. It's you not. can't. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a there was a tweet floating around. Uh, like Tim Seven Houston uh, said, and I think it was a joke to to be fair, but he said, 
how much does Danny have to do before he's considered the greatest NA player ever? Not domestic. <laughs> like, I, I think you can take that to mean the greatest player who's ever set foot in the LCS. Yeah. And in that conversation, I think there is a shout, a bad shout, but a shout for, like, Hooney and Rainover when they did what they did a few years ago. Like, if you're talking about like, the greatest guys to even, like, come through here mm. to do oh, what yeah. they did, I think it, it, it's in the conversation. I don't think it, I don't think, I don't think it wins. But... <laughs> There is a conversation here. Um, so, well, first, is Doublelift the greatest NA player ever? Um, I think it's either him or Bjergsen. Yeah. And I think, I think Doublelift might get some brownie points because he is North American, but... No, well, I think, I think Bjergsen's... Bjergsen's North American. Yeah, but also... I'm just, mm. Sure, but... I mean, if we want to do, like, raw ability or, like, raw accomplishments, it's too... Combined. Yeah. Can you combine yeah. it? Because I, I would it. say it's double. Lift. I don't know. I, I, my my brain says double lift. My heart says Bjergsen. I'm just thinking of all the down the down seasons that Bjerg had with TSM that might have kind of tarnished it a little, yeah. like 06. But that double is part of that too. But I feel like double lift <laughs> had multiple seasons where he won over Bjergsen. When you said 06, I thought you meant 2006, and I'm like, what? When did they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, but you know what I mean? Like, Doublelift won over Bjergsen multiple times with a different team. Yeah. Um, And we mentioned this before the show, is that Bjergsen, uh, Doublelift has left multiple teams. He wasn't like, he, he wasn't, he didn't leave. He was let go, and then immediately after, he wins with that team. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is... You know something to say about how he how talented he is as a player, and the fact that you know Doublelift did take away championships from Bjerg. Bjerg has had a few pretty bad seasons um, without Doublelift, uh, yeah. and yeah, I just think that Doublelift as a whole, they're right there. I would say A B, but right now, yeah, no, Doublelift is the A. Um, yeah, let's not sit here and act like Doublelift didn't win a championship with TSM and then immediately win one with TL the following year. But the following, the following split, really. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then won like, won like five in a row. Two yeah. back. Crazy. Yeah. Was it four or five? Yeah, it was five in a row. Four in a row with Team Liquid and then five if you count the one with TSM. In yeah. Mm-hmm. Insane. Crazy. Insane. Well, like, he, he truly is like the, the common factor in all of those championship teams. And it's not a coincidence. Yep. Like, yep. The, the point is like, yeah, this guy took three different organizations in CLG, TSM, and Team Liquid to their respective apex. Like, true of the 2010s, he went to these three different teams and made them all the best they've ever been. Yeah. Which, like, that's undeniable. Undeniable greatness. And I guarantee you, there's no shot he comes back to the game. I shouldn't say no shot, because there's always a chance in esports. But, like, if he were to come back tomorrow... I would bet my money on him coming back to a team that he has never played for. Just to prove he can bring them to that new height, too. Which team do you think he can join right now and then bring them to a championship, a la LeBron? The obvious answer is Cloud9, just because they're a legacy org with a high budget. But but they would never get rid of, of Berserker. No, there's no reason for them to do that. Yeah. Uh, in, yeah. in theory, I think it would... Wow. Every the eighty carry position wow. is pretty stacked in the LCS, and it's like no team really yeah. has a has a use for him. 
Unless you're Hundred Thieves, nope. They don't have any. EG, form. nope. Yeah. C9, nope. Are we really down to Golden Guardians right now? Golden Guardians are FlyQuest. Fly All the respect to Lost. Yeah, I mean, like, granted, yeah. Respect to those guys, but double it's probably you're not yeah. afraid. Like TSM. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's hard. I don't. It's, I, I think it's hard for an AD carry to like vault you because I feel like AD carry is more of like a like it raises your floor position. Mm-hmm. Actually. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, this is a, a conversation we've had on the show a couple times. Is like, yeah. if you're going to dump a position, dump eighty carry, like make that your weak point, relative weak point, because mm. you know it's requires the least amount of brain power, least amount of like uh, individual like micromanagement. It's literally just you know, if at its core, you can be a good right clicker and hold mm. your own in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look at teams that win championships um specifically going to msi uh it's the teams with really good ad carries and i don't know if that's mm-hmm. like you know they granted eg did win because their ad carry is really good but like, yeah. yeah 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 more often than not it's not really the ad carry who's like oh my god look at him he's you know putting team on his back yeah, I don't know. Uh, you, you get a lot of plaudits in the late game. You become like the face of it yes. because like games go on late, and that's when the eighty carry shines. Yeah. But like, Deals if you damage. can't put yourself in those situations consistently, whose fault is that? Not the eighty yeah. carry. It's the jungler. It's the mid laner. It's the support. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. But this, this. So I mean, Danny, what he he's got, he's got to play if he wants to be called the greatest. If he got past double lift, he's got to play what at least six more years. Mm-hmm. Yes, and win five more titles. Yeah, dude. Well, longevity is the biggest thing for him. Yeah. yeah, six years from now he'll be twenty-four, which that's un- that's stupid. I hate that. Nothing. Hate that. That's nothing. No. Twenty-four. It's. I mean, granted, it's like the it's like the Bryce Harper like similarity where like uh, Bryce Harper came into the ML or not the MLB, but he came into MLB at like eighteen, and then he signed his first big contract at twenty-five, and it's like, well, this guy still has at least fifteen years left, mm-hmm. you know. Um, with esports, that time frame is smaller, but uh, for whatever reason. Uh, but but Danny, he could be in the league in 2028, theoretically, and only <laughs> yeah. be like at the halfway point. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I think if he does stick around, and even if he does eventually, half a decade from now, find himself involved in a different franchise, he's well on his way. And the cool thing about EG is they are so far ahead of the curve. They shouldn't be here now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it, they should be winning a championship a year and a half from now. They shouldn't be winning one in spring 22. This, it, they are so... What was our timeline for them when we were talking about them? We were saying at least maybe in the summer. At least, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. This is one of those rare times in sports where like the team that's a quote-unquote like threat actually follows through and beats the front runner. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It happens mm-hmm. in like traditional sports more often than not, but in esports, usually one of the favorites will win the whole thing. Here, EG wasn't really like a favorite to win the whole thing back in you know, four weeks ago. They but, weren't even no. in the top three. Yeah, no, they they were yeah maybe the fifth best team in the LCS. Yeah, and for the fifth, yeah. Part of it is like okay, we're we're riding the momentum train, but even this weekend, I was like, yeah, I think TL can win on Saturday. And then even on Sunday, I was like, "Yeah, hundred thieves should win this." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's it's truly the idea of like this is a dark horse team that won, and even going into MSI, they're still relatively a dark horse because like mm-hmm. there is a I, I will admit there is a pretty 
wide gap between a T1 and RNG and then <laughs> yeah okay we're talking <laughs> yeah like i'll give i'll give them some credit <laughs> but, uh, no like maybe they'll they should add a groups at the very least mm-hmm. but um yeah well you you, you got to well, make it out of that group if yeah. if if, yeah. They, if all due respect to order if uh, eg doesn't make it out of that group you, you thought you thought last year was bad yeah oh my god you thought last year was bad <laughs> yeah we, we t- also, this is funny because we talked about like, oh, the expectations are lower for evil geniuses, but it's like, well, are they? Because like, you should come on, you know. I, don't know. I mean, you got to get out of groups, and look, Cloud Nine did get out of groups, right? But it was, you know, they didn't get out of Rumble, and I don't think. I mean, I mean we'll, we'll, we'll talk more on my side later. But yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Re- re- reeling it back in, uh, feels like a turning point. This feels mm-hmm. like a turning point. So I think uh, the broader, I think interesting discussion to have is we talk about okay when will the eg effect take place uh, when, when will it really ingrain itself because i don't think like even if eg becomes like a a selling club if you will like you see this in soccer sometimes where like in european soccer there is no like there's no salary cap so mm. if you're owned by a middle eastern oil giant or a <laughs> entire country you just have more money and you will be better because you can sign better players yeah but there are teams that make a living off, okay, no, we're just going to finish in the middle of the standings every year, but our income is going to be by selling and like developing our, our academy. If that becomes EG's brand and it results, I, I think it would be a little disappointing because like they kind of pioneered it, right? And I would like to see them be able to like capitalize on that and reap the rewards in terms of trophies. But if EG become this sacrificial lamb almost and they become like the selling org, but they are the reason that the big dogs financially are able to send North American players to mm. international events. Like, EG, homegrown international players, right? Thank you, EG, we'll take it from here. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. Because at the end of the day, what do we want? We want investment in homegrown talent. We want homegrown players to have success internationally, right? If if, if TL buys, let's say, you know, like, like the Golden Guardians Corps or whatever, right? That example. Let's say, I don't know, right. TL next year, for whatever reason, dumps their, their roster and they buy everyone but, but Inspired. Right, and then bring on like Spica or something. That's Man. no import slots. And if they do well, right? I mean, it feels kind of weird because money made that weird. happen. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this is NA talent and NA developed and invested in talent. It's not ideal, but I don't think that being what the ecosystem turns into would be the worst thing in the world. How many players have we seen? Talk about teams that sell off players. Cloud Nine has kind of does that set the standard for that. True. Over the last no, that's a very years. good point. That's a very good point. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Svenskaren wasn't really developed by Cloud9, but he had his best years there, and he really flourished into a licorice. solid yeah, licorice uh, contracts. Mm-hmm. Guys who... Blabber. He's, he's still there, but... Yeah. That's a homegrown guy. Mm-hmm. Vulcan? Gosh, he's, I, I can mm-hmm. smell it with Blabber. The writing is on the fucking wall, dude. Uh, that, yeah. They... I'm surprised he wasn't uh, let go when they did the whole, like... Not, like, the re- whole restructuring they did this offseason when they bought really? some Korean players. When they turned into Korea 9? Yeah, like, if, if you're going to, like... I was a little surprised, yeah. Completely really? wipe the slate. Yeah, I mean, granted, Bladder is, like, the best player of that core for Cloud9. And he's an, he's not an import. If you're gonna, I think that's yeah. the biggest thing, because there's not a lot of good yeah. jungler prospects in North America yeah, yeah. right now. We've had this so, discussion a lot, where, yeah. like, jungle is, like, the hardest like, position yes. to develop. And There's two. It's not a... If I'm in, if I'm in the EG office, and I'm like, 
man, we got to, you know, build some homegrown talent. And it's like, well, there's countless dudes out there who can really flourish at mid lane and AD carry. If we're going to get an import slot, burn it on the jungler role. And if you're going to do it, go big and get the LAC MVP. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's perfect. What a, it is perfect. Dude, shout out. <laughs> shout out to the EG front office. Like, on paper, it's like, man, this is so easy. Like, that? Like, it's literally, it's literally it plan so A. Simple. Yeah, like, they... And they ended up winning, yeah. They found the t- the two best homegrown prospects like this region has seen in probably close to like seven or eight years <laughs> and even in their like beta version last year i don't mean beta is in less <laughs> no i know what you mean yeah, 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 <laughs> Whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like like um, overwatch beta not yeah, yeah beta, like, exactly like... <laughs> right in their in their tyler is itching to play the overwatch beta. <laughs> yeah tyler's feeding by the way yeah uh <laughs> Look, I'm saying I, I, re- I replied to Ethan on Twitter. Look, if you want me to dust off the Zenyatta so you can catch hands, oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Transcendent. <laughs> my, my Zenyatta was nasty. Back in the day. Um, anyway, it was Overwatch podcast. Overwatch podcast. Yeah. Um, even their beta version last year with just Danny and you know Danny and then the Zvenskaren contracts experience, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. they're fine. They were really good. They they were a they, they were a Ziggs bot pick away. Offer, oh, uh, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started, man. Y'all go from one of the best. All right, you know. No, you won the championship. Isn't it's it good? Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy to me how two of the players from that team just didn't get signed this year? In Jazuka and Ignar. And Jazuka and Ignar. It's like yeah. now, now they're back. They took their split off, but mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. crazy. That's that's yeah. that team was good for what it's worth, and yes, yeah, they only got better, dude. Yes. Everyone is in a win now, like mindset, and I get it. Like time is time is money in esports. You don't have that big of a window, but yeah. like a year to like sit in the middle and figure yourself out and develop your guys is so valuable because if you can win the very next year, what does it matter? Like EG, yeah. worth it. Granted, I mean EG is such an outlier because those two players they did develop are just so good. And most, you're not going to get prospects like that every time you. Let me let me shout out one person real quick though. Dip into the well. Who's that? Peter Dunn. Peter Dunn has changed the landscape of that team, and I'll be real. Hopefully, in the future, North American League of Legends, with the way that he focuses, because we saw this with Mad Lion, we saw this in Europe, and then we seeing we're seeing it here. I hope that people take his example because he's so passionate about young talent. When I was talking about how the possibility of removing imports and I asked him, where are they going to go? And he's just like... He said, give them all to me. <laughs> Come to EG Prodigies, baby. He's, he's I'm like... Open the hatch, pour uh, them down my throat. Yeah. Like, awesome. It, yeah. It's, he is a visionary and he's so good for the scene. Like he is on a core JJ level of like impact on the NA scene to, me, in, 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 to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, yeah. his effect... You see it all over the world. I mean, it's like everywhere he's gone, he has found that success. I I will slip it in here. CB Lowell's very own Peter Dunn, Mm. right? He is INTZ in 2016 when INTZ beat uh, EDG in that one game in groups. Mm -hmm. Um, We take those. Lost it. They they went one and five in groups that year. Yeah. By the way, we take that. Um, yeah. They they came out of the uh, the play-ins or as it was then known the international wild wild card qualifier. Oh, I miss it. Um, yeah. And 
But that really. team, that like the current system, that is so much better. team. <laughs> I've got takes. I've got takes. We'll save that for another one. I, I for the most part, I agree with you. But anyway, I like that team is still regarded as like they, 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 people in Brazil see that team as like old Cloud Nine because it was like a bunch of like bunch of homegrown guys and like even though their best international achievement was beating edg once and then getting absolutely piss stomped for five yeah. games by everyone else <laughs> yeah that was still like we did it like we don't care those guys are still venerated like yeah. if there's a cbl hall of fame that's the inaugural class it's five dudes from one team and peter dunn yeah yeah dude like, yeah. guys 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 talk about him in brazil they say like no no he changed the way we thought about the game yeah he's so right good. so and, and now he's like on that macro level like you were saying tyler but like he knows what he's doing on, on all on all fronts. Everywhere he has gone, there has been a paradigm shift in the scene. Yes, yeah, and tremendous credit. God. Yeah, he did it with Matt Lyons two years ago. You mentioned, yeah, and it's like yeah. he took all of those guys have careers now, except for Shadow, who's like in, in, literally in the shadows. No, but like L- LG. Look, yeah, he's, he's look, playing look, the LPL. Look, look, you made it to but, the LPL, and your mid laner yeah. was match fixing so that is true <laughs> <laughs> oh god wait yeah he was yeah. Run, it, run it run it back next year I, I, i'm yeah. speaking uh give my boy uh, shadow another chance regard, regardless yeah. peter dunn is a guy who like just he, he lives off this shit and it's like mm-hmm. yeah watch me do it again watch me not even like yeah. turn the franchise around but turn the players around and give these guys careers it's awesome incredible he's so incredible i don't know how he does it but every he can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> I hope he does, though. Yeah, like, I hope me too. he does, though. Me too. Like, <laughs> Holy. Who, who else does is, is EG have in the pipeline? Now I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who else can, yeah, he, no. he, who else can he just yeah. transform into LeBron I mean, James? I, you know, matter of fact, I know that they have... Uh, oh, no, they signed... Um, oh, no. Was this... I think this was 100 Thieves who picked up General Sniper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but okay, another but, team, but, by but the even way. Even that as like, a, yeah, even that as like a, a meta point about like what would be cool for. I think I think that's like a step that you want to see from like because the ERLs do this very well, where like they've like the fact that like X player went from one ERL team to another was like you know was, yeah. was like an NBA trade, right? That was like mm-hmm. whoa, like you know the fact that Hunter Thieves scooped up General Sniper, right? Or that like yeah. you know K Corp got reckless at different levels. Let's be clear, I'm mm-hmm. not yeah, yeah. I'm no, yeah. not putting the two in the same bracket, but. The fact that there is that much hype, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Also, let the record show the guys to watch on EG are uh, Surti and Tomio, who are their top laner and, and jungler, respectively. Yeah. Those guys. Tomio's nice. Those guys went from uh, amateur to academy over the last year and are probably on their radar in the, yeah. in the pipeline. We need, we need to We need to also... I'm, I'm, I'm going to toot the horn here because we were talking about junglers earlier. Yo. Next up, Kenvi needs to be in the league, fam. He is the next is it North American player in on a hundred thieves. My boy is I'm, he should have been on a roster I'm, already, bro. I'm with you on a hundred thieves. Is it weird how like at the beginning of the year they were like, we're gonna promote the hell out of tenacity. He's our six man off the bench. We're gonna mm-hmm. put him in every promo image, and it's like the dude has just not had an impact. He hasn't. No, well, they. I, I guess I, they just I, don't change anything, right? If I, he. If, he, if the impact he had was lighting a fire up Someday's ass and making him perform like 2018 Someday. Yeah, sure. Then, I'll give you that. Then, yeah. then, he, then he served his <laughs> yeah. purpose. Sure. I'm not saying yeah. that's what he did, but yeah. And also, I'll give credit real quick. EG, or, uh, TL and Hunter Thieves, they had the two best academy teams. So as much as we might kind of give them, you know, shtick for like, oh, this was team, you know, super team EU liquid. And like, Cubby tweeted out like, you know, 100 minor regions. Like, <laughs> their academy teams yeah. went, their academy teams went one and two. 
and have for a while. Yeah. Mm. So they know what they're doing. We'll, we'll give them, you know. Not well, shout out to Ayla. Okay. This guy's a, an LCS support, by the way. This oh, guy should God. be on a team next season for sure, for sure. Get this man. The, a these folks, guys, dude. Yeah. Like, like Fudge went to Worlds, like, in 2019. Like, yeah. freaking Ayla, he, he was an LCO MVP. Yeah. Yeah. He was a literal minor region MVP. Oh. Everyone I mean, was like, where'd they find play? this kid? And all the Australians are like, right here. Talk about, mate. He's, he's here. <laughs> he's been here. Yeah. Dude, I, I've watched him play Champions Q, and this guy, the way that he communicates with his bottom laner and the rest of his team is the most, the clearest I've ever heard in my life. Like, yeah. the clearest. And he's talented. Like, God. him and Kenvi need to be on a team next year. That's all I gotta say. Together or, like, just on a team? That'd be fun. That would Anywhere be on a team. That would be, that'd be cool. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. We're sitting here talking about, oh, we gotta get young players into the carry positions, like JoJo and Danny. And then you put jungle and support as your two rookies that'd be <sighs> weird and wild i'd be down for it, that it, it, i mean if it worked i think that's more credit right because you've got mm-hmm. to have kind of this this just in it built respect to like okay like you said like you you can clearly communicate but two people respect you and i think that's that's the vibe i got from everyone on tl right mm-hmm. because yes you were in core jj's shadow those are the biggest shoes in the league to fill mm-hmm. yep I mean, right. you see it you, like you gotta really know what you're doing. Like support and AD are like, well, support is supposed to hold the AD carry's hand, and support's supposed to be the veteran, and AD carry the guy who's supposed to learn from him. But imagine if those roles were swapped for a minute, mm. where like the young support has the ability to learn from a veteran AD. I mean, we saw it like the other way around with like take core and tactical, for example, or Johnson Afremu and, and literally everyone. Yeah, these are like FBI who he. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we haven't seen. The, the flip side of that since probably double lift and biofrost right mm, and yeah those two guys yeah. worked out pretty well together <laughs> kind of yeah a little bit yeah so like i would like to see a veteran ad kind of like show a young support player the ropes yeah and then perhaps down the line that young support player turns into a veteran support player and has the wisdom to nurture a young ad because they received it from the veteran ad earlier in their career yeah, man. All right, Legends, last man. topic here. It's a deep game, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last one here because I, I unfortunately have to go. But uh, Tyler, where, where, where do you, you want to take it here? I'm trying to decipher your notes in the in the Google Docs. Oh, an arrow, sweet. Um, <laughs> little little mini kind of MSI preview. I don't want to dive into it too much. Um, lane by lane, G two and EG. Obviously, this is going to be a ton of fun because. This isn't the G2 of old, right? Mm-hmm. G2 and EG both went 12-1 and and 11-1. and Or 12-0 and and 11-1. and They had a very similar path through the loser's bracket, right? That's another thing. In CB LOL, LEC, and in, uh, and in LCS. Loser's bracket. Knocked down. Love it. Made that run, dude. Uh, it's Love pre- it. Pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. I, again, I think both these teams make it out of the group. No disrespect to order. But... Uh, They've got rookies as well, right? And shout yes. out Flacken and Targamas, right? Like, I I didn't think that would work. Uh, but they, they leveled up. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Broken broke played against Impact. These guys have played, played against each other in the LCS, which is pretty cool that they will not be facing off again. Yep, quite a bit. Mm. Uh, who, 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 who you got? Also, it, well, first, in eight games that they play against each other, what are their records? Gun to your head right now. What do you mean? Like in in the games that they, or I guess it's like, you play, you play everyone what four times? Is it? Oh, you mean coming up? I thought you meant like yeah the, in MSI. I thought you had the trivia ready against. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> I was like, oh man, 
We're prepared today. Um, uh, I think you play every team in your group four times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you, you play... Yeah, you play eight games total. So... Okay, okay, so... Yeah, four, four games. Four games against each other. What do, what do you think? Two and two? Or one and mm. three? Three G. How... <laughs> For how, how spicy how spicy you want to get because if we look at all these roles so i just did this just to have the lineups out there because mm -hmm. top lane will be decided by the jungle because g2 plays at the on the complete opposite end of what eg plays through mm -hmm. g2 plays through top side whereas eg obviously plays through danny mm -hmm. um i think yankos is obviously both, yeah, both the jungles are gonna have a massive massive impact Right, a thousand percent. Yeah, especially if they play on opposite sides of the map. How mm -hmm. are they trading and stuff like that? Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to watch. Exactly. Because Inspired needs to play champions that will... He's going to need to, especially if they aren't able to fix the early game problems that they ran into throughout this entire playoffs, especially in the bottom lane as well. <clears throat> but like their early games weren't the best, but their mid to late games, some of the best I've seen in North America. And their team fighting reflected that, but he needs to be able to survive both Yankos' attacks on the top side and on his jungle, on top of feeding Danny, as the way that he said in the post game interview that he had on stage, where he's literally baby feeding him, like like farm. And so Inspired is going to need to adjust and adapt completely because Yankos is a different breed of jungler compared to everything that he's seen so far. He's the best jungler in Europe still, in my opinion. To be fair, and he did he did see him last year. True. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. And well, well you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, no, Yankos feels like a different player this year. Yes. I don't, yes. I don't know what the hell happened, but he's a, he's he, a leader now. He he's is. Odd. He's back. He is something different, and I think that he got a renewed sense of self. I think by changing the team. I think that I'll be real. I think that G two just ran into complacency and just became complacent. Like they just not complacent, just comfortable because mm -hmm. they they're like winning every season. And then when they've leveled up, leveled up with Reckless, they're like, oh, this is easy. It'll and then fine. they absolutely shit the bed. And I think that Yankos, like, not only... Because I think that as a veteran of the game, he's one of the oldest players in Europe. For people to now look at him and say, you're like a fourth place team. Mm -hmm. Maybe that fired him up. Yankos on a mission. I, I, I yes. really believe that. Because even yes. he talked about, like, after Perks left, he was like, I tried to take on that, like, leadership mantle. Right? I tried to be the voice. Mm. I think he has started to settle into that. Yes. He, he started 100%. to become that. Yeah. And, and if not in practice, then I think that mentality is still lingering with him mm -hmm. because I don't think that team gets as far as they do without him. Yeah. Also, let the record Overall. show, uh, going back to your uh, would-be trivia question of how many times <laughs> Broken Blade and Impact played against each other. Ah. Uh, ten matches, head-to-head, -head, mm. all time. Yep. Even five to five. Wow. Yep. Is that all uh, TL versus TSM? Yeah. Between 2019 and 2020. Who were their junglers again? It was Spica versus... Most of the time, um, yeah. Or at least in 2020, yeah. in 2019, it was... Who was TSM's jungler that year? Dardock? Yeah, Dardock and like the rotating door of Acadian mm -hmm. and Grig and all those guys. Cringe. That was, that was a team. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, a team. And then... Cloud and then TL had a... Uh, or excuse me, TL, or, TL, TL. Um, Santorin? Who the hell was a jungler before then? Broxa. McSmithy. Yeah, Broxa. And McSmithy. And Broxa McSmithy. Shout out to McSmithy. I don't know where you are now. But I hope you're doing well. Hope he's doing yeah. fine. Hope life is fine with you. definitely listens to the podcast. For sure. Yep. Um, this guy's a sub. I've seen him. For in, sure. I've seen him in the comments. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at the whole thing. I think that it'll be a very, very tough series for EG. It's going to be the toughest series that they've had and the toughest matchup they'll ha they've had so far. Uh, because let's be real, I think that momentum kind of helped them in these past series against, and this was so easy for them. Like Vulcan said it, it's, this was easy. Mm -hmm. I think that G2 is going to provide a completely new experience, very different play style. Um, and you have two of the best players in European history on that team. Yeah, I think EG, Granted, EG yeah. and G2 kind of like mirror each other in a way where it's like, all right, here's some young talent and some mm. vets to back him up. And it's like, mm -hmm. yep. well, you know, it's like uh, like facing off against yourself and then you're shadow boxing is the word I'm looking for. Uh, yeah. Where you're pretty much facing, a, not a clone of yourself, but a team that uh, mm. really there are more similarities than you would really wager. I mean, who had the more impressive 12 win run to the championship through the <laughs> bracket? You know what I mean? The, yeah. The answer is even geniuses. <laughs> Although, the waving the flag right now. Yeah. <laughs> before before we um, let Henrique Rap. go and put a put a final note on this podcast i do think it is very interesting we mentioned this maybe like very like our first episode of 2022 mm. um just going back to like the dead of winter uh, we mentioned man it's really cool how we get to see all the top teams in these regions play against each other like it's going to be sick when when liquid plays Fnatic. but wouldn't it be cool <laughs> if like the third and fourth place teams and the fifth and sixth place teams played each other at some point and it's like we kind of are going to get that with EG G2 because these teams are like they have, they have no business being here they beat for the fifth best teams <laughs> like yeah and what's wild is depending on who you ask you can maybe make that argument of RNG granted because they, the top's, top of the LPL is so loaded oh mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. they, right. they do have business being here of course I shouldn't say that but like they weren't supposed to make it like at, yes. at, no, at, even even a month ago at this rapid rate yeah true it's crazy and it's pretty awesome how like we are gonna get to see a glimpse of like the entire table without seeing the same couple of names you, you see every tournament. So mm. I'm excited for it. And you are right. RNG is another prime example, despite the fact that they won MSI a year ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but EDG, look at EDG, dude. Talk about stacked. Win mm -hmm. the world championship, keep the whole roster together, and finish eighth. It's like that meme of Guru with the with the whiteboard. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eh? Like, eh? What? Finish eighth? Huh? Yeah. 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 Although I do expect EDG is one of those teams where it's like, okay, let's 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 pick it, it back. Let's pick it up. Gradual. It's a summer team. Speaking, yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, EG takes this. By the way, Danny Diff. The whole the whole tournament. I don't. I'm not even gonna look. No, EG versus G2. Oh, okay. I'm okay. gonna say it right now. I'm not gonna explain because I don't need to. You don't. You're right. <laughs> That's the beauty of the internet. You can just fire off takes with no yep. consequences. And then I'll just more. block everybody that doesn't like it. Yeah. That's, how, that's how you get interactions, post-controversial takes. There it is. And the algorithm will reward you. The George Gettys experience. <laughs> true. Shout out George. <laughs> hey, he knows, he knows what he's doing. He does. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Uh, it's true, dude. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and with that, uh, yes. hit us up on Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, and Google Play. All right. Nice. Uh, that is where we'll be. And we will see you back here real soon. MSI coming up. Yes. Uh, for Michael Kelly, for Tyler Scare, I've been Henrique Demore. This has been a Critical Strike podcast. We will see you back here real soon.